Jim Lebedo is our special guest resource for managers only. Uh, Jim has spent his entire professional career in sales. He started selling at age 19. Throughout his career, Jim has pursued and perfected how to identify top sales talent, the development of salespeople, and discovering how to create a winning sales culture. These pursuits have resulted in Jim developing sales teams that were not only the largest revenue producers in their markets, but also possessing the most competent salespeople. Today, the Performance Group is a sales development company based in Des Moines, Iowa. They specialize in helping companies identify and hire top-producing salespeople and managers, developing sales systems, and accountability programs. Jim and his team conduct workshops for sales managers, salespeople, and CEOs around the country for companies and trade associations. I'm talking with guest resource Jim Lebedo. Jim, your company is called the Performance Group. My company is Apex Performance Systems, so I guess a good place to start is salesperson performance. <laughs> you help sales managers identify key performance indicators, so let's start there. Talk about how you identify these KPIs, the key performance indicators. Well, key performance indicators, Chris, are things that are the tipping points in that sales organization. Now, depending on what their objective is, and typically what I hear from people, well, my objective is to sell more. And like I've heard you say many times, Chris, that managers push two buttons, more and not enough. <laughs> so my question is, more of what? Because behaviors come before revenues. And typically, revenues are a lagging indicator. And, you know, unless you're Enron, you can't go back and, you know, change your history numbers. <laughs> so what are the key performance measurements we should be looking at that are going to drive those revenue numbers? In preparing for this meeting, you told me a story about one of your clients that started measuring the number of million-dollar deals in their pipeline. So talk that, about that. A, it's almost like... That's an easy one because we sat around and we said, what drives this business? And the frustration they had, oh, we're so frustrated that what really drives this business is our million-dollar deals. But if we miss a couple million-dollar deals, we're really going to miss our numbers. I said, what you're telling me is those $1 million to $4 million to $5 million deals make or break your year. They said, absolutely. We were frustrated about it and we, we hate that part of this business. And I said, well, okay, well, what would happen if you focused on million-dollar deals? And that became one of their key performance indicators. They have a dashboard that they publish every week for their salespeople that literally looks like the dashboard on a sports car. And guess what one of the new meters is? How many million-dollar deals I have in my pipeline? Yeah, how many million-dollar <laughs> deals are sitting in my pipeline? I was up there the other day. And here's what it's done for them, is that you know, we have some concerns about one of our salespeople because they've not booked a lot their first quarter, and at the same time, when you look at the million-dollar deal meter, <laughs> if he just closes half of those, he's over his projection. And it became a key performance indicator because the other element we've learned about that, Chris, was they're very good at million-dollar deals. In other words, they're playing in an arena that they can compete very effectively in because of their technology and their understanding of the business. So their closing percentages on larger deals actually goes up. So the leading indicator is how many million-dollar deals you have in the pipeline. So 
a lot of times people measure lagging indicators, and, and that's just past history. So talk about what you consider to be a lagging indicator. Well, lagging indicators are anything we can go back and we can historically look at. And traditionally, that has to do with sales volume. Now, that's the classical lagging indicator. You know, we wanted to do you know, $4 million this quarter. We did 3.5. You know, what are we going to do about that? Or we, did, we wanted to do 4. We were above that. So that's the classic lagging indicator. I think other lagging indicators, quite honestly, are call reports. So can we get back that I call an ABC company, an XYZ company, and I write out what it was? And, and you know, other than resumes, the best fiction that salespeople write <laughs> are call reports. But well, you can't do anything about it. And Now, I have to be careful here. I didn't say they weren't important. But if all you're measuring is lagging indicators then all you become is reactive. You never get to the proactive stage of changing behaviors before those revenue numbers come in. And that's really what it's all about, is having a distant early warning signal to know whether you're going to make the quarter, to know whether you're going to make the year. And that's all the leading indicators. So what are some of the other leading indicators you've helped companies determine and measure? Well, I'm going to keep coming back to the fact of what floats your boat. What's the tipping point for your organization? And traditionally, we've been able to identify that for the year. You know, for example, we worked with a company that one of their key performance indicators was that within the first 30 days of a salesperson's employment, they would present a report to the sales manager, which reviewed their understanding of the company and the competitive advantage they had over the competitors. And within 60 days, the salesperson was to be able to do a complete feature advantage benefit worksheet on all their major product lines. Now you would think, well, okay, that's Jim. What's so exciting about that? Well, we discovered that what was costing them money in the first year of the salesperson's employment was they weren't learning the product line soon enough. Their ramp-up ramp time up. was months. Yeah, we go six, seven, eight months, and we're losing deals out in the field. So within 60 days, we're able to identify that. So just memorizing memorizing, and having at your fingertips the, the products and the product knowledge lets you right. be much more articulate in front of a customer. Correct. At the you, same time, key performance indicators, what makes them a key performance indicator, too, is you have to be able to measure these. For example, the salesperson would have to give a oral or written report back to prove that they've learned this stuff. So that's an example of one. So you can observe it, you can measure it, you can put it on a piece of paper. Absolutely. Jim Lebedo is president of the Performance Group. What are some other leading indicators of performance that sales managers need to consider? Well, let's look at some obvious ones. You can measure not only the number of proposals that your salespeople are putting out, but what's the dollar volume. And I call it you're measuring the ask. How much did you ask for this week? Because if you're not asking for it, obviously you're not going to get it. And um, what we look at is look at your sales cycle. Let's let's pretend that let's keep it simple here. Thirty days, uh, I can go out and sell something, open it, identify it, open it, close it down in thirty days. And my goal is a thousand dollars. Well, if I'm not asking for you know a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars today, thirty days from now, I'm not going to have enough closed to make a difference. So the way to make your month is not necessarily in the month. You make it prior to the month. 
And depending on how long your sales cycle is, let's pretend it's six months. So think out six months from now. Did you ask for enough money this week to hit your revenue mark in June? That's why ask is so important. That's a leading indicator. It's a very leading indicator. And while you have to measure number of meetings or calls, if you're not measuring dollars asked for, you're really out of control of what's going to come in. And you can't influence that until it becomes a lagging indicator, and then you're just reacting. Absolutely. And it's simple things such as maybe new business calls, to be new business discovery calls, a lagging indicator, I'll jump to the other side here, a lagging indicator that affects leading indicators, believe it or not, is what your average order size. Hmm. Because once you go back and measure that, guess what? Moving forward, you just ask about your average, assuming you want to grow revenues. That's a huge one. When you know your average revenue and you simply increase it 1000 or 2000 or 3000 right. And even when people so, talk you back, you have a higher average order. And, I, and I'll give you a real world. We had a client that asked, their average order was $55. It's a high-volume, high-transaction business. They're selling consumables. So it's $55. Within 18 months, we moved it to $75. You know, hmm. okay, that's pretty good, 55 to $75. Well, it's really good when you consider the fact that the number of transactions they have in a year are $3 million. Wow. So they're running the same trucks to the same number of customers, so their fixed costs are the same, so they increase in average order size through a disproportionate amount of money to the bottom line. And it became a leading indicator because we discovered in their business, since it's high transaction, that small incremental changes get amplified over time. So what was the biggest change in behavior that people had to do in order to go from 55 to 75? Well, that's the amazing thing, because... We were doing the sales training for them, too. So here's the technique we taught. Are you ready for this? Because this is pretty advanced stuff. Okay. The salesperson would walk in, and they would get the order, and then they would say, hey, I noticed that you're not buying trash can liners from us. Did you know that we sell trash can liners? The next time you're looking for trash can liners, would you do me a favor? Would you give me an opportunity to earn your business? <laughs> now... They had an ongoing relationship. The customer was buying from them. And so that simple technique of observing what they're buying and asking people just the opportunity to earn the business, believe it or not, drove almost 90% of that increase. You can find part two of Chris Lytle's interview with Jim Lebedo in the expert interview section of the Max Automatic Training Machine.